Hey, you're here with Brittany Elliott. I am the creator of Back to You in Five, and I help mothers reconnect with themselves through self-care. Back to You in Five offers simple, effective resources to mothers as they embark on their self-care journey, provides women with encouragement and support as they adjust to their roles as mothers and create the life they see for themselves, and helps mothers manage the overwhelm, frustration, irritability, exhaustion, identity crisis, and resentment that is experienced along the motherhood journey. Back to You in Five is built around five wellness points, social wellness, physical wellness, spiritual wellness, emotional wellness, and intellectual wellness. They all work together to keep us balanced in our roles as mothers. Motherhood is easy to get lost in. Through this podcast, I share the challenges I've overcome along my motherhood journey, the challenges I'm working through, and the challenges other women have shared with me. In each episode, I hope you find a healthy mix of inspiration, motivation, and accountability as you continue navigating your motherhood journey. This is what self-care looks like. Let's get into it. Hey everyone, you are back with Brittany and this is what self-care looks like. And today I would like to talk about overcoming overstimulation. So being overstimulated or touched out is a common sensation experienced by mothers. Scientifically speaking, sensory overload is when your five senses take in more information than your brain can process. And this causes your brain to enter fight, flight, or freeze mode. This can make you extremely irritable, restless, and it can cause you to shut down or completely disengage from conversations or tasks or the demands that you have throughout your day. The tough part about becoming overstimulated as a mother is that we don't always give ourselves the space to listen to our body or listen to our cues to um, disengage when our body is telling us to disengage. Or we're not in a situation where we can disengage due to the needs of our kids. So we try to push through or suffer through it in the hopes that we'll get some relief when our spouse or partner gets home, or we try to find an outlet that allows us to disengage, even if it doesn't seem to make sense. For example, you can see this when a mother is at the park with her children, but it doesn't seem like she's paying much attention. She's simply taking a much needed break even if that break is in an inappropriate setting. With so many women experiencing this sensory overload, with so many women experiencing this sensory overload, you'll hear conversations that start with, I'm so burnt out. The kids are driving me crazy. My husband, my husband doesn't help me at all. I love my kids, but I'm struggling and I feel like I can't do this anymore. I need a break, but no one can help me. And anytime I hear a mother express these feelings or 
if I read someone's anonymous post about feeling this way, like for on social media, for example, I just want to give her a hug and ask her a bunch of questions around how we got here, you know, how she got to this feeling and what's really causing the overload. And I can't do that (laughs) with everybody. And it's different for everyone. The thing that actually is triggering your overload or over uh, stimulation. I recently experienced sensory overload on a road trip simply because my husband was listening to music, like just through the car speaker. And my daughter was watching a movie on her tablet in the back seat. And I could hear them both at the same time. All while some people were driving on the road and they were kind of driving, you know, erratically, like just some of the other drivers. So I got extremely overstimulated and there was literally nowhere I could go. We were driving in the car on a road trip, driving back home. So I was stuck in the car. And I kind of wanted to scream because I was just physically, I was feeling overstimulated. I could feel my body getting hot, literally. Now, I didn't scream and I didn't even complain because I recognized that I was overstimulated. So I tried my best to focus my attention on the trees and the birds and focus on my breathing. And it worked well in that moment. But I also should have better prepared for myself by keeping my headphones nearby. Because for whatever reason, for whatever reason, my headphones were in my trunk, which were not helping me. And looking back, I definitely should have had my husband pull over so that I could get them because my overstimulation was that bad. But I didn't do that. And while I was able to recover from the sensory overload without really impacting everyone around me, I was very grateful just to get home and to be able to somewhat disengage from everyone at that time. So what can you do to manage overstimulation or sensory overload? when it happens to you. One thing you can do that will help is to plan breaks. You have to take breaks in your day. So instead of moving from task to task, you should complete one thing and then take a break. The break doesn't have to be dramatically long. Just take five to 10 minutes to simply step away from the task and to slightly, you know, disengage and take a breather and that will help tremendously. Another thing you can do is to simply step away when you feel overstimulated like in the moment. So those would be more, uh, more reactive than planning your breaks, which is uh, more of a proactive approach. So when you feel yourself overstimulated, step away. If you have an infant or a toddler, 
who is having a hard time, a tantrum, is very fussy. It takes a lot of energy to regulate your emotions while they are dysregulated. And 10 minutes of a tantrum can feel like 10 hours. So you have to step away to a quiet place. You may have to release the stimulation by crying. Um, A mistake I would make after quieting Bristol down when she was younger was to pick up where I left off with like household tasks instead of just completely stepping away to regroup. And I know now that there were times where I would have definitely benefited from simply taking a nap after being overstimulated and being able to effectively help my daughter regulate, which was great, but that didn't resolve the way that I was feeling. So definitely step away. And when your child is an infant, and I know it's tough to listen to it, But sometimes you just have to lay them down in a crib in a safe place and just step away to take a couple of deep breaths. And like I said, time kind of slows down when those moments are happening. And it may feel that you taking literally two minutes to do some intentional breathing is like 15 minutes to your child, but it's your kid's not going to be crying for that long. You just sometimes need that so that you don't bug out, for lack of a better phrase, in that moment. Another thing that's good to do is to talk about it. You may think that people around you can tell when you're overstimulated, but it's not always clear to them. So tell them, don't yell, don't yell at them, but do your best in a calm voice to tell them, hey, I'm I'm overstimulated. I just need a break. You can also talk about what causes your sensory overload with the people you're around the most so that, you know, people can be more mindful of your needs or people can be more mindful of how you may react. And this isn't so that people walk on eggshells around you. This is so that if you have to abruptly leave or you have to abruptly cut a conversation short for whatever reason, that person is not left offended or not understanding what's going on, they they can understand that, that you have a need. And this planning breaks is very important And it goes hand in hand with talking about it because you can't just go to work every day and get overstimulated in meetings and just leave. (laughs) So you have to make sure that you're planning a break before a meeting that you know is going to be filled with a lot of different personalities or that may be a heavy meeting. Um, Take that time to prepare before and plan a little break for yourself after so that you are not just completely over uh, or allowing yourself to become overstimulated. Another thing to keep in mind when you're managing your overstimulation is that you are in control. So remember that sometimes in motherhood, we can get into a pattern of letting the tail wag the dog, as my boss always says. I love that saying now. 
So we become victim to our responsibilities as a mother instead of realizing and leaning into the fact that we are in control and we have to hold ourselves accountable. So a lot of the things that are happening around us and within us. So if you are sick of listening to baby songs, for example, turn them off. If you don't want to watch another episode of Coco Melon, for example, turn it off. Sometimes you will have moments where you have to, or moments when you have to mm, be okay with uh, meeting the minimum effort. And I just mean that as mothers, we are oftentimes chasing this idea of going above and beyond for our children. And we want to give them all the things that we didn't have. And, you know, maybe we are living better than maybe our parents were living. So we can give our children so much more. And we have the biggest TVs and the best sound systems. And we have the best toys and all of this. However, we all have our limits. So the minimum requirement of parenting is just like, you know, food, shelter, safety. And sometimes that is the best way that we can show up. We don't have the bandwidth or the mental capacity in that moment to make an elaborate meal or to tend to all the requests that our children have or to let them watch their favorite video on repeat. So don't do it. There will be times when you are killing it in motherhood and excelling and going above and beyond, but don't make that the benchmark because it is not sustainable. Be comfortable with meeting the expectations of what motherhood is and take account for what you need when you become overstimulated. That was a lot and I hope I made sense because I rambled a little bit away from my notes. <laughs> but if you've been listening to my podcast for any amount of time, you know that I do that sometimes. And if you're new here, welcome. <laughs> um, and uh, the last point that I will say for managing your overstimulation is to give yourself grace. Always give yourself grace through the motherhood journey. You are human. So many women expect the maternal instinct to tune us so far into our children's needs that it leads us to making zero mistakes or it leads us away from just having our own feelings or getting upset or feeling overwhelmed or being overstimulated. That is not how this works. We are learning and growing in our roles as mothers every day. And the foundation we have through the confidence in who we are as women helps facilitate that. You are not alone in this journey. And I want to hear from you. So email me at Brittany at backtoon5.com. 
and let me know how you've been managing your overstimulation. Um, when you notice that you become more overstimulated, like does it happen midday, in the evening, around bedtime routine? Do you have sensory overload at a particular time in the week? I want to know a little bit more about how your overstimulation shows up, what you're doing to manage it, and how I can help support you through it. I'm looking forward to hearing from you all. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you very, very soon. To learn more about Back to You in 5, visit backtoyouin5.com or follow at Back to You in 5 on Instagram, where you'll find self-care tips and strategies. Remember, motherhood is a journey, not a destination. <laughs>